Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We have and shall continue to rejoice in it. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and welcome you to another edition of Fresh Fire Sunday Night Live. I am your host and the visionary prophet, B.K. Thompson, and we're grateful to God to have each of you on the line on tonight. As the opening song said, I am who I am today because God used my mistakes. He worked them for my good like no one else ever could. In the midst of it all, everything that you had to go through was just simply necessary. And we are grateful to God on tonight, excited about the goodness of God. I'm telling you, after everything we've experienced this weekend, I could just fly till I couldn't fly no more. God has simply met us in a phenomenal way, and we are grateful to God for his goodness and his mercy, his loving kindness and tender mercy. God is truly a magnificent God, and beside him there is none other. Amen. We we honor every fivefold ministry gift that is on the line on tonight. Amen. We honor our speaker of the hour, Prophetess Jennifer Mears. Truly, amen. I am just excited. There is an anticipation and an excitement in the atmosphere. And I don't know about you on tonight, but I just feel like there's something that God wants to do um, even on tonight. And we just bless God for what he's about to do in this atmosphere. So I pray you came ready, amen, to hear what heaven has to say. Amen. Um, as I always say, and I encourage the people of God just to clear your minds, draw your hearts and minds in to receive and to hear what heaven has to say. Amen. Even though we may not be in a physical building, this is a time of worship, a time of uh, just encountering the presence of God. Amen. So Facebook can rest for a minute. Amen. Your favorite game can wait till after, amen, this experience is over. Amen. We just come to experience God on tonight, amen, and hear what heaven has to say, amen, because truly I do believe that there is a word from the Lord, amen. Um, amen. Before we go further into the call, we're going to go into prayer, and then I'm going to let the woman of God loose, amen, that she can have plenty of time to do whatever it is that God has commissioned her hands to do. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. Oh, God, hallelujah. Mm. We thank you, oh, God, for this day, for the blessings of the day. God, we thank you for all that you have done, for all that you're doing. God, for the things that you're getting ready to do. God, we magnify you, we glorify you, and we exalt your holy name. God, we come tonight for no other reason, oh God, but to give you the praise, the glory, and all of the honor. Before we ask you for anything, God, tonight we just bless your holy name. God, we give you the glory, we give you the honor, we give you the praise, oh God, because there's none like you, Jesus. The song said, I searched all over, couldn't find nobody greater. God, tonight we're grateful that we have an assurance 
Hi, yes. good God from yes. Zion. That there's nobody greater than you. Nobody God, we yes, thank Lord. you thank on you. tonight for your presence. That we feel even now, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we ask you. Yes, sir, God. Hallelujah. To flood this very atmosphere with your glory. Flood it. Hmm. Let a fresh oil begin to flow on tonight. Allow a fresh wind to blow, oh God. Send your anointing through every cell phone tower, every landline telephone, every internet connection, God, that's connected to this call yes, on Lord. tonight. Throw your weight around and show the yes, enemy God. who's in charge. God, we believe you on tonight to shower down your glory. Let your glory dwell in the midst of this people on tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, of the Hmm. Have your way tonight, God. Anoint your woman servant, God, as she comes to decree and declare the word of the Lord. Let the power of the Holy Ghost flow from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. We put a demand on the apostolic and the prophetic. We put a demand on the anointing that flows out of her belly. God, take her down into the wells of your knowledge. Bring her up, God, afresh and anew with a right now. Rain a word for your people. Anoint her lips tonight, oh God. Like the pen of the ready writer. God, that as she goes forth and decrees and declares your word, that your word will go forth with power, with clarity, and with authority. Father, shift this atmosphere tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. Say to the Lord, God, rebuke you even now. The blood is against you. We bind you and cast you into hell where you belong. You have no power. You have no authority. We decree and declare victory. Tonight, we desire to be where you are. Mm, we desire to dwell in your presence. God, it's always it's our desire that your kingdom be glorified, your people edified, and the kingdom of the enemy horrified. God, do what you desire to do tonight. Say what you want to say. We surrender this call into your hands for safekeeping, that you be glorified in this place, and will forever give your name the praise, the glory, and all of the honor. For we ask it all in the only name that matters, and that name is Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. amen. Woo! I feel God in this place on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel heaven coming in the room. Amen. So I'm going to get out the way. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have background noise, please mute your phone. Amen. Hallelujah. Um. On tonight, I uh, 
ask you if you could just mute your phone. We we would greatly appreciate that. Amen. But we are excited on tonight to hear what heaven has to say through this awesome woman of God. She's no stranger to us. Amen. Uh, there 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 are friends, and then there are friends. There are friends, and then there are friends that are family. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And we, amen, count Prophet Jennifer not as friends, amen, not as an associate, but we count her as family, amen. She is a sister to us, amen. She uh, has ministered several times before, and the Lord just brought us together, amen, uh, some time ago. Many of you know her, amen. She's no stranger. If you don't know her, the Holy Ghost will introduce her to you, amen. But she is very capable and well-able to deliver the word of the Lord that God has placed in her mouth. I believe that she is one that God has chosen, anointed, and appointed for such a time as this as a trailblazer to go forth and to destroy the kingdom of the enemy. So tonight, amen, I pray she sing, amen, and just let God do whatever he do. Tonight's her night, amen. But she's an awesome psalmist, an awesome worshiper, amen, hallelujah. Uh, she is a prophet in her own right, amen, and I believe that there's a word in her mouth that's going to shift, amen, your life, shift where you are, shift where God is taking you if you open your heart, your mind, and your spirit to hear what heaven has to say, amen. Without further ado, let us receive all the way, amen, from Bridge of Faith Fellowship, amen, uh, as well as Jennifer Mears Ministries, amen, prophetess. Jennifer Mears, amen, God's people, God's people, prophetess Jennifer Mears, let's receive her, amen, God bless you, woman of God. Hallelujah, bless yeah. you, but hallelujah, it's so good to be with you all this evening, and I just, I just, uh, as I sat here and, and was listening, I, I, I'm just so thankful that all of the paths that, that have crossed in my life over the past year, um, I give honor to you. Uh, Prophet BK, you're my brother. You're you're my family, um, and and also God bless uh, you. Wonderful, the wonderful Tara. You're soon to be next Saturday. Hallelujah! That's so awesome. I can't wait. We it seems like we've been forever. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Um, uh, my fiance, Evangelist Tim Casto, is on the line. Uh, I give honor to him. I give honor to Mama Cheryl who is one of my armor bearers, uh, dearly love her, um, and dearly love Tim, and my soon-to-be, hallelujah. Who would have thought? Amen. He's, he's probably on mute. <laughs> he's got a dog that, that likes to bark and play, so he's probably on mute. Um, but he is on the line, and I'm thankful for him. Um, i like to just... Uh, just say that I love you all. You know, the, God has been speaking to me the past week, even actually before Prophet BK had asked me to to uh, come on the line and speak. And, um, you know, those of you that have heard me speak, this is maybe a little different. Um, but, you know, God's a God of difference. You know, he is different. Uh, we are supposed to be different. We're, we're, we're called to be a very peculiar people, which peculiar means different. Different as in stand, standing off and away from the norm, standing off and away from, from uh, and separating ourselves from among them. You know, 
but but not to the point that we get too heavenly minded that we're not any earthly good to where we can't reach those who are hurting and dying and going to hell every day. We we have to get to a place that that we're not just aimlessly throwing things at everybody and one another. Not not necessarily people in the world, but in the church. You know, throwing stones, casting stones, throwing them aimlessly at each other. Um, I believe that this is something that, that I'm very passionate about. I've I've become very passionate about it because I've been through it. I've been through hurt. I've been through church hurt. I know what it is to hurt. I know what it is to have nothing. I know what it is to be beaten down and, and, and to be dirty. I know what it is to have nothing. I know what it is to have everything stripped away from me. I know what it is to be a millionaire and to lose every penny. I know what it is. What, hap- what happens is all of these things, as James chapter 1 says, to count it all joy. Because all these things that I've been through, mm-hmm. a husband that committed suicide, experiencing sexual abuse in the family, there's so many things that I could sit here and tell you. But you know what? We're all going through something now. There's things in our past and we need to leave them there. But there's mm-hmm. things... Well, we've had parents. We've had parents that didn't treat us right. Or we've had parents that's neglected us or has, has actually disowned us for one reason or another, whether they were right or, and we were wrong or if everything was fine and they just disowned us because of their own wrongdoing. There's so many different things that can go on in people's lives. We're all hurting. We've all been bruised. We've all been pressed down. We've all been pushed down. We've all been struck down. We've all been stripped of things that we once had or, or who we felt that we once were. And, yeah. and so many times, you know, we get to a place to where we stay more focused on our problem than the problem solver. We get too focused on the problem and not being focused on the promises of God. But see, we have to know what the promises of God is. We know we have to know what the Word of God says for ourselves and for other people, for us to even be able to witness to anybody else, we need to experience it and go through it ourselves and come to realization and understanding and knowing that God is the way and he is the truth and he is the life through us. They have to see it to come through us. There's so many people that are dying and going to hell, but they're not wanting to have anything that we have that we're showing and we're resembling and we're we're letting them see on the outside because we don't possess what we profess to have on the inside. There's so many times, yes, yes, we're saved, but are we sanctified? Have we been consecrated? Are we really and truly firmly living for God? Are we living for ourselves? Are we to a place to where all we care about is what our agenda is? Or do we really truly care about God's agenda? Do we really care about our position in the church? Or are we caring about our position with God? Because, see, there's so many times we we miss it. We get so tied up and caught up in our position that we hold in a church that we don't hold a position of, of our heart that is right and in right relationship with God. And what that causes is the enemy can come in and he can twist and distort and use us to hurt someone else in the church or he can use us to keep someone out of the church from coming into the church. I have a very deep desire. I have a very deep, deep, deep need in my life, in my spirit that God has placed on me 
And I, I know the Psalm 37, 4 says that delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Many times the desires that we have in our heart are the desires he placed in us in the first place that has to do with our destiny and our purpose, that he has placed us here for such a time as this for what we are to do in the kingdom of God and to share life with people and share Jesus with people and get to a place to where we not only have the love of God and have an understanding of the grace and mercy and love of God, but to be able to give it, to be able to show it, to be able to reflect it, for people to see him through us. Hallelujah. I want to go to John chapter 8. We're going to talk about the story where Christ uh, actually releases a woman that has been taken in and she's being held captive because she had committed adultery. And the question is, you know, when when the Pharisees, you know, all all of the the naysayers, I think of Pharisees, yes, they they were educated, and the scribes that wrote down the scriptures, the holy scriptures, and they kept records. And the Pharisees were the educated ones, the ones that were the hard nosed ones, the ones that 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 when you seen them coming, you wanted to hurry and turn the other way because they're so negative and and very cutting. And 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 there's people like that in the church today. There's times that we look we look at people. And we think, oh, you know, and we want to hurry and turn the other way because they're always having a negative word or they're very critical. They have something to criticize you about or to find fault with you and how you're doing what you're doing. Or maybe you're not doing enough in their eyes. Maybe you're doing too much in their eyes. Maybe you're getting too much recognition in their eyes. Maybe whatever it is that you are or even who you are in your own existence in their eyes is either not enough or it's too much and they become jealous or they feel like that they can't quite match up to where you are, so therefore they attack. See, the enemy mm-hmm. puts in these thoughts and, and distorts our mind and our spirit, and we begin to see things in the way that the enemy tries to get us to see, but we're not looking through the eyes of God. We aren't looking at each other in the eyes of God. And in this case, we have the Pharisees, the hard-nosed, very critical bunch that they're attempting to discredit Jesus in this scripture. Um, what they did was they brought this woman that's been charged with adultery before him. Okay, let's read it. We're going to read down to uh, verse 12. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Now, early in the morning, he came again into the temple. And all the people came to him, and he sat down and he taught them. And then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded that we should be, they should be stoned. Such should be stoned. But what do you say? See, they were trying to catch him up. But see, this this they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. How many times, let's stop there for a second, how many times do you, do you know people are seeking and searching and watching you just to have something to accuse you of, even if they got to make it up? I've been there. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, pre- I'm preaching something I've been through. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to somebody tonight. I know I am. 
because you've been accused, you've been abused, and misconstrued of who you truly are. And this misconstruction of who you really are, see, the enemy's trying to bring out a lie to cover up your truth. All right. Let's read on. But Jesus stooped down, and he wrote on the ground with his finger, as though he did not hear. How many times have you had to do that? Almost kind of fiddle with something or, or doodle or, or just kind of look off to the side or look at somebody else or, or even try thinking of something else when someone's just kind of just giving you both barrels and letting you have it to kind of not hear it or, you know, letting it go in one ear and out the other is a real good way to put it. But, but to a point that we don't even know what Jesus was writing. He could have been writing down the names of the accusers for all we know. He could have been writing anything that had to do with the law or with grace. We don't know. He could have just written the word love. He could have just actually drawn a line in the sand and saying whoever whoever can cross this line after her has to be with no sin. We don't know what he was doing. But it says that he wrote on the ground his finger as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and he said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. He could have been writing their names. He might have been getting ready to write whoever it was that said that they were without sin. We don't know what he was doing. But then he he rose up again. Those who heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning with the oldest even into the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman was standing in the midst. When Jesus has raised himself up, and he saw no one but the woman there. He said to her, now, come on, now, you know she was down in the ground. You know that she was probably had her face in the dirt. She was probably on her knees begging for mercy at this point. And, she, and he said to her, woman, where are your accusers? Has no one condemned you? And she said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of this world, and he who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. To have the light of life, we have to know who he is. We have to be walking in the light, walking and abiding in the truth, and walking and living and abiding in faith. We have to do that in order to know him and to know who he is. See, they were trying to trap him up. They, they were trying to remind Jesus, at that point, he was. they were saying, Jesus, you know, the adultery is punishable by stoning under the Mosaic law. Now, under the law of Moses, we've got a right to do this thing. They were trying to trap him and challenge him into judging the woman. They wanted Jesus to judge the woman so that they might accuse him, Jesus, of disobeying God's law that was given to them through Moses. But Jesus thought for a moment. See, he sat and he doodled for a little while in the sand. He thought about it. 
You know, in the Bible it also says that we're not to speak, to be quick to speak, but mm-hmm. we're supposed to be quick to listen. Yes. I believe Lord the wisdom speak. of Jesus was displayed in this scripture. Many times we are so quick to speak but we're, mm-hmm. we, we, we don't want to listen. We don't want to hear. Not, not only listen to each other, but hear the voice of God, hear the Spirit of God. And, and say, what does the Holy Spirit have to say? God, what do mm. you have to say? What is it, God, that, that, that I'm not getting? What is it, God? How, how would you have me to do this thing? What would you have me to do? I believe that God the Father, Jesus, God the Father in the flesh, and the Word of God that became flesh was communing with one another. They were talking to each other. They were they were talking, and 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 as he was doodling in the sand, he then knew. He replied. He knew what he had to do. He knew he had to have grace. He knew he had to have mercy because that's what Jesus came to do was to give mercy and have mercy. God's mercy endures forever, and for that peace, he's Prince of Peace. He's not the Prince. You know, people walk around thinking that Jesus is walking around up in heaven ready to beat you up with a baseball bat, just chasing you down whenever you do something wrong. The grace of God is right in the midst. If we could only get into a place, just like here Jesus is stooped down, doodling, he's there, his presence is there. The awareness of his presence was made aware to the woman that was being accused of adultery, and she looked to him when he asked the question. She had the total understanding and awareness of his presence and who he was. She referred to him as Lord when he asked the question. Has no one condemned you? Woman, where are your accusers? Where did they go? And she said, no one, Lord. She confessed with her mouth that Jesus was Lord. She recognized even in her skin that he was Lord. He was the Lord of all. He was the Messiah. He was the anointed one, the one that had been claimed and called and declared through the word of God, through the prophecy of all the prophets, all the prophets that had gone on before, that he was the one. He was the word. He was the Messiah, the anointed one. She spoke forth and said that is who he was, and he was forgiven. He was forgiving her. Through that moment, he said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Let the first one cast the first stone, is what he told them. Now, we all know what he told her. He said, go and sin no more. I don't condemn you either. Go and sin no more. Even though they want to bring up your past, even though everybody around you wants to bring up your past, even though everybody around you wants to talk about you, even though everybody around you wants to bring up all these things that you've done and said, even things that you didn't do and, and you didn't say, they're going to say you did it just to make their story sound a whole lot better or just to have a reason just to not like you. It doesn't matter because what they want to do is they want to blame you and accuse you because, see, what happens is when they are focused on the problem, then they don't have to be focused on the promise of God. They don't have to be focused on the Word of God and let the Word of God begin to work and move in us and the Spirit of God work and move through us and in us, shaping us, reshaping us and restoring us and remolding us and preparing us to be a vessel and a witness 
a witness to those who don't know him, who don't know him. Those Pharisees did not know Jesus. They wanted to trap him up. They wanted to accuse him. But the woman that supposedly sinned and had had committed the sin of adultery, there she is on the ground being beaten down and bruised. But what did Jesus do? He got down on her level. He got down on her level. He could have been writing in the sand, I love you, daughter. We don't know what he was saying. But the truth is, is when he got down and stooped down beside of her, that showed his love for her and the fact that he took up for her. She knew who he was, even through her skin. The ones that supposedly knew the law of God and knew the word of God and the ones that held the word of God and guarded it and the ones that wrote it on the scrolls, they did not know who he was. But the woman that was full of sin knew who Jesus was, and she called him her Lord. Hallelujah. Now, see, when Jesus asked, he that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. To cast something means to throw it. It means the act of throwing something forcefully. But it also means to cause light or shadow to appear on a surface. You see, they were wanting to cast shadow upon her. They were wanting to cast death upon her. They were wanting to cast the kingdom of darkness upon this woman that supposedly committed this sin. But Jesus said, even in verse 12, he says, I am the light. See, he's reminding them, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. They were wanting to cast her, cast stones at her. They were wanting to cast, be the first ones to attack. He said to cast the first stone, the one that's without sin. He, and that was to be the first to attack or, or, or to be real quick or the first one to blame somebody or be quick to criticize or to punish. Because, see, Jesus knew that was their nature. The Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, those were folks that were very quick to be critical, very quick to criticize and blame and to punish. I mean, you know, my goodness. That's what they were trying to do to Jesus right then. They were trying to trap him up and discredit him by bringing that woman to him, to Jesus, for him to charge her with adultery and and to have her stoned. But Jesus put a stop to it, didn't he? He put a stop to it, all with the simple challenge of he that is without sin, let him cast the first stone. So when Jesus was made flesh, he came down as a babe. John 1 1 says that Jesus was the word that became flesh. Because in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was made flesh. And he came and he dwelt among us. John 1, 14 says, And the Word, which is Jesus Christ, became flesh, became human, became incarnate. And he came and he tabernacled. He, he dwelt with us. He, he fixed his tent of flesh and lived a while among us. He came down here in the flesh. Jesus, the Word, made flesh who came and dwelt among men. The scripture there, also in Luke 20, 
17 refers to Jesus as the rock. It refers to him as the stone, as a stone, where Jesus is called the chief cornerstone. He is the most important. The chief cornerstone is the most important stone. If you ever notice, a chief cornerstone is usually what is what is used to memorialize a building or to name a building or to put uh-huh. to put importance of a building. It it's everything that it is, everything that that is from the foundation all the way up to the roof. This is what the purpose of this building is. This is the purpose. This is the reason. That's who he is. He is the reason. He is the chief, and he is the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone. He's a stone. Jesus, the word made flesh, if he is the uh-huh. rock, he is yeah. the rock, then each portion of the word is like a stone, is like a rock. And see, we have been given explicit instructions even like whenever David, whenever David was defeating Goliath, that was an excellent, excellent example. We're given examples all throughout the Word of God of how to defeat the enemy. Deuteronomy 13 says, that these are the explicit instructions that was given to the Israelites concerning how they needed to handle fighting their enemy, what they needed to do. And it says, and you shall stone him to death with stones, because he has tried to draw you away from the Lord, or God. Remember how David defeated Goliath. He had very well-aimed stones. Very well-aimed stones. My question tonight, are we... Are we just aimlessly throwing stones at each other? Or are we having well-aimed stones that we're throwing at the enemy? Are we throwing it at each other, beating each other up, just throwing them around? I mean, have you ever seen seen somebody, sometimes when people start fighting, their arms and hands just, just, just start flailing. I mean, they're just aimlessly just hitting, hoping that they hit their, their opponent. They're just slinging. They just keep swinging, swinging, swinging. Or whenever you try to throw something and you just keep you, you trying to hit something, you just start throwing, throwing. Sometimes, especially whenever time's running out, see? Whenever time's running out and you, and you start aiming a little bit better as you're throwing, but whenever you see that the, that the clock is starting to tick and you start to see time is running out, come on now, somebody. Whenever time is running out, you start aimlessly just start throwing stuff. You just keep throwing, throwing real quick, as fast as you can, hoping you're going to hit your target, hoping that you're going to hit the target that you're trying to hit. But see, you're aimlessly throwing it at each other, aimlessly throwing it at one another in the church, in the community. We're aimlessly throwing stones, words. See, even we're living stones. There's a, there's a scripture in First Peter. Chapter 2, verse 5, that you said, You also, like living stones, are built into a spiritual house to be holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. We're supposed to be living stones. We're supposed to be a living witness. We're supposed to be an example. God is building us into his spiritual house. He is building us. We're a living stone, but we're to be built into his spiritual house. 
God's temple, knowing in, in, in the Word of God and, and meditating upon the Word of God and meditating upon Jesus and, and offering sacrifices, spiritual sacrifices that please God. But what we're doing, instead of casting our cares upon the Lord because He cares for us, we're casting stones, our living stones, that are supposed to be living stones, we're just throwing ourselves down. We're throwing ourselves down in the ditch. We're throwing ourselves down and, and having pity parties. We're throwing our stones down and saying, I'm going to take my toys. I'm going to take my gift. I'm going to take my calling. I'm going to go home because so-and-so didn't look at me. So-and-so didn't speak to me. So-and-so didn't treat me right. So-and-so told me I wasn't doing what I needed to do right. I, wasn't, I, I made a mistake. There's so many times that we begin to even throw stones at one another in judgment. When we're supposed to be building each other up, God, God is a man that should not lie. And he said that we are living stones. And we are using our stones for the wrong reason, for the wrong purpose. You can stone your enemy, Satan. Deuteronomy 30.14 declares this, says, But the Lord, the word of God is very near you, in your mouth, in your mind, and in your heart. But we've got to learn the word of God. We have to know the promises of God so we're not focused on the problem and the circumstance, but we're focused on the promises of God. We've got to learn the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to begin to come in and rearrange and, and, and rejuvenate us and and, and just totally restore us into a place of where we can be teachable. And he can teach us, the Holy Spirit can teach us how to speak forth God's word effectively. And that we can have well-aimed stones, just like David, whenever he was standing there with that slingshot, with those stones, he had five stones. He had all this. He had all these stones that was all around him. But he said, you know what, I only need one. I'm only going to need one stone. So he picks up and he takes him a stone, and he's got that slingshot, and he let the Holy Ghost lead that stone when he threw it. He knew right when he was supposed to throw it, God told him when to throw it, and I truly believe that the power of God supernaturally guided that stone and hit Goliath in the head and killed him, knowing right where that, because God created the human body. He knew where that needed the land to kill and take down that giant. God knows what's going to take down the giants in our life. God knows what's going to take out our opponents. God knows what it's going to take effectively for us to have a well-aimed stone at the enemy to take him out and say, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus, and to rebuke and resist the devil, and, and he will flee from you. And to submit ourselves to God and and get in his word and learn his word. There's so many of us in the church today, it's probably because of this, why everybody is just, just throwing their hands up and giving up, and all these churches are closing, and you go to this church and that church, and there's only a handful in this church. There's only a handful in that church. Because they're eating their own. The sheep are eating their own. And the shepherds, there's some shepherds that are out there that are slaughtering the sheep themselves. But we have this, this time and place in our life that we have to look at ourselves and realize and come to this understanding that we are a living stone. 
We are a living stone, and we need to come to the awareness that God is right there with us. God is with us at all times. He loves us, and he loves our brothers and our sisters just the same. No one is greater than the other. We're all in this together. Not one gift is greater than the other. Not one calling is greater than the other. Not one purpose is greater than the other. We're in a team here. The kingdom of God is a team. The the kingdom of God is not one person. A kingdom is many people, much, great wealth, a kingdom. And, And Jesus is our king. But yet what we're trying to do, why are we trying to run all these people? Are we afraid these people we don't like still be in heaven? Well, I hate to tell you, but there's going to be people in heaven that's going to, people are going to be surprised that's going to make it. But there's also going to be some people that's going to think they're going and they don't. And there's time, it's time right now that we get serious about being a living witness, a living sacrifice, a living stone that God can use and acceptable acceptable, acceptable vessel of the Word of God, those that are preachers and teachers and evangelists. We need to be acceptable. It's time to stop playing. Stop playing games. Stop stop wanting to throw stones and just just make judgment on people that that truly, (laughs) honestly, do we really know what goes on behind the scenes? Do we really know what some people were going through? Just because they look at you funny, maybe they're trying to not sneeze. It doesn't matter what people do. It doesn't matter what people think. We, we've got to get to a frame of mind and, and a mindset, get our mindset on focusing on Jesus and not everything and everybody else. We are so close. It's the kingdom of God to revival, but the enemy is is using ourselves against us and keeping us from that great move of God. There's a great move of God that is coming to this nation. There is a great move of God that is coming to our people. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord because of the way that we are living as a living stone, as a living sacrifice unto God. But if we don't want what we have that we are showing them, if they don't want what they see out of our life, they're going to turn and go the other way. There's so many times that I see people that profess Christianity, but it's religion. The spirit of religion is a demonic force that the enemy uses to put on people People say, oh, we've got this grace movement now. Yes, the grace of God is important. Come on here. Permission to sin. What it does is it causes us to not want to sin that much more because of the grace of God and the mercy of God. See, I know I I don't want to just love somebody the way that I want to say, I want to love you like Jesus loves you. No. I don't want to love somebody the way that I feel or think or assume how Jesus might love them. I want to love them like I know he has loved me. Come on, That's when we begin to have the love of God being shown in our mercy and the grace, the grace of God flowing through our lips and flowing through our actions 
in our reaction. Sometimes it's not what we throw at somebody, but it's what we do <laughs> what they've thrown at us. All right. Mm-hmm. What we've got to do is allow the things that people throw at us to cultivate us and move us up higher. Move us up greater. Mm-hmm. We need to grow from those circumstances. We need to grow from all of the things that the people throw at us, whether if it be manure, may it be a word, may it be a deed, may it be anything at all, whether if it was by their own hand or the hand of the enemy using them, it does not matter. People are dying and going to hell every minute of every day. Someone just died and went to hell just now. Someone else just died and went to hell just now. It's that real. It's that real just as sure as I'm speaking right now. There are people dying and going to hell. And what we have in our life, what we show them, it's what's going to be the key. But see, what we want to do, we're selfish with our sanctification. Uh-huh. We're Come on. All right. Salvation. We're selfish with our blessings. Why can we not be a blessing and and be someone that is a light standing up on the hill, shining, uh-huh. guiding them to the truth? Talk good, prophetess. All right. Yes, amen, amen. People are dying every moment, going to hell. People are not even preaching about hell anymore. Uh, well, we're right. afraid of hell anymore. Uh-uh. I'm all about preaching about love and mercy. Uh-uh. But there is a fire <laughs> that was intended for the enemy and Satan alone. God even had to enlarge hell because of all of those who followed the enemy. All of those who have chosen uh-huh. the way of the enemy and the kingdom of God. But there's so many people that need to be rescued out of that fire. Pull them just kicking and screaming if you have to. But sometimes, sometimes we just got to stand. We got to stand. We got to believe. We got to know without a shadow of a doubt that God's promises are true. But if we don't know what we've we've been promised, if we don't know what we've been promised, Mama Cheryl, if we don't know, what we've been promised when we have yeah. children mm-hmm. oh, yeah. or grandchildren who are not being pastored, who are not knowing the Lord, who are not in the fold, who are not in the kingdom of God. If if we don't know the promises of God and his word That's to be it. true, what do we have to stand on? Mm. But not only do we, well, we do not have what we can stand on, but we are not going to have what we need to have this well-aimed stone that we can stone our enemy, Satan. Knowing that the Word of God is very near us and in our mouth and in our mind and in our heart, it's not going to be in our mouth. The Word of God is not going to be in our mouth. It's yes. not going to be in yes, our mind. It. It's not going to be in our heart if we don't take time and sacrifice and live a life of sacrifice and get to know the Word. I'm sorry, I cannot understand it. If somebody says they love Jesus and they love God, but they don't crack open this book, if they don't get in this Word, if they don't read about Him, if they don't want to learn more about Him, if they don't mm-hmm. want to know His Word, He is the Word. Jesus is the Word, but they don't have time for it. They don't have Mm-mm. time for it. All right. 
said, oh, they've got time whenever they're in trouble. They've got time oh, yeah. They've got time whenever they don't have enough money to pay the bills. They've got enough time whenever somebody's sick and they don't know what to do. Whenever they're sick and they're scared and they're full of fear because the enemies come in like a flood, but, they, but the mm-hmm. Lord was not able to come in and read the standard of, of, of to him because the word of God was not established in their life. Well, all right. People nah. wonder, where is God? Where is God? Well, where are you? Mm-hmm. Come on here. Where have you been? What have you been doing with your time? Mm-hmm. Playing Henley Winks with the devil. Holding hands all with right. the devil as you're walking into the church house. Where were you? Mm-hmm. Everybody always wants to blame God for everything. Want to know where God is. Where is God? Well, where are you? Where have you been? Come on. What have you been doing? All well, right. How, how in the world did we even think for one second that God, <laughs> on his throne of mercy and grace, would even come <laughs> To our rescue, because we cry out His name, but you know He will. Yeah, Amen. even though, even see, He doesn't. He's not one to say, well, "Where were you? Where were you whenever I needed you to lead worship? Where were you when I needed you to preach? Where were you whenever you really needed to read that scripture that would help you through that situation you was just going through? Where were you when that devotional laid there and collected dust?" Where were you whenever that Bible that that man bought you out of the love of his heart because I told him to buy it for you because it was a study Bible and you would easy, more easily understand it, but it's laying there collecting dust and you've never cracked it open since the day he gave it to you. My God. Mm. All right do now. Does it? God doesn't do that. He doesn't ask where you were, but we're so quick to ask him where is he. Where are you? All right. God mm-hmm. is omnipotent, powerful, almighty. He's always with us, ever present in a time of trouble. He's a strong tower, and those who run into him are safe. That doesn't say that you've got to be quoting scriptures as you run into the tower, or else it's going to crumble on you, or it's not going to save you. No, it doesn't work that way. But we do have to know the word. We've got to know the truth to know it's true. We've got to know the word of God for it to be in our hearts and minds and our mouth. We need to yeah. have the word of God near mm-hmm. us at all times. But to be in awareness that God is with us. I believe that praying without ceasing is having that awareness mm-hmm. of God's oh, yeah. existence. No matter where we are, we carry him with us. I'm so tired of hearing people going into the church and saying, Oh, Holy Ghost, come and be with us. Lord God, we welcome you in this place. We want you to move. If you did not bring him with you, oh, come on. All right. Don't be calling out to him now. All right. Come now. On. Because then that's when it becomes a carnival and a circus. Because all mm-hmm. we want to do is see the manifestation of God. Mm-mm. But he wants us to know him for who he is, not just what he can do. All right. Say that. So many people are so focused on what God can do. I need a prophecy. I need a word. I need to see a miracle. I need to see somebody's leg grow. Well, you know what? If I don't, if I lay hands on somebody and they're not healed, 
thought, you know, it meant that they didn't have enough faith. Well, you know what? Maybe you didn't. Mm. All right. Mm -hmm. It may not be the person you're praying for. It might Mm -mm -mm. be you. It just Mm. might be you. We're so quick to throw stones and throw blame and criticize everybody else, but we can't take it whenever the kitchen gets a little hot on us. Whenever things get a little hot, we get a little hot under the collar. We get a little uncomfortable. We can't handle it. We can't handle the truth of that one movie that's whatever, Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise. A few good men. Mm-hmm. He was telling him all this stuff, and he said, you can't handle the truth. And the truth was, he couldn't handle it himself. Uh-huh. He was withholding what the real truth was. See, when well, we can't handle the truth, the truth can't set us free. We can't handle what we don't know and understand. And if we're not in the All right. of God, we're not going That's to know. Right. We're not going to understand it. And we're not going to be able to handle it because it's going to be greater than anything that we can handle because we ain't got the Holy Ghost leading and guiding us because we're not following him. He's trying to lead and guide us. Mm. We're All right. We're distracted by everything else going on around us and everybody's words and everybody's looks. Uh-huh. If we could just get focused on the commission of God, which is to preach the gospel in all the earth, the good news, to spread the good news, to cover the earth with his glory, and to be a witness, to overcome the, the, the enemy by our the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb that is upon us, and unto yeah. the death, I mean unto the death. Mm. Yeah. In the spirit of God, for the things of God, casting all of our cares upon God. And you know, I was also thinking, in the Bible, if you remember correctly, there's different there's different stories that talk about a stone's throw away. That's mm. distant. That speaks of distance. Luke twenty three forty one was one of the scriptures that I will bring out. And it says, and he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast. How far has the enemy withdrawn you away from the kingdom of God and the word of God just because of that stone you're hand, holding your hand ready to cast it? Oh. All right. How withdrawn have you become? Ready to point the finger of blame and to criticize and punish somebody else. Hurt people hurt other people. That's Lord. It should not be. The healing balm of Gilead wants to come and cleanse and heal you tonight. There's, There's so much hate. In the church today. Yes, it is. People have disguised it. Mm-hmm. They've even made their little stones real pretty, man, that they're throwing. Mm-hmm. 
or they think their stones are invisible. They throw them and then they turn the other way. You ever did that when you was a kid? You throw something and then you turn the other way? I've done it as an adult sitting at the dinner table throwing straw paper at somebody and then act like I didn't throw it. Have you all done that or throw a lace at somebody? Now, come on. Tell the truth. You know you've done it. No. I think that we haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Thinking we're slick. Mm-hmm. You, know, you might fool some people some of the time, but you won't fool all the people all the time. Yeah, well, right. I, I, I had this young boy that contacted my daughter, and he was a lot older than her, 24 years old. He was mm. contacting her, and he was told not to. And he mm-hmm. said that she texted him first, and I knew he did, that she didn't because I saw the conversation. And I said, look, son, let me tell you something. You think you're going to fool me? But, you know, I didn't have to see it. I just know stuff. Kristen knows that. She's like, oh, my goodness, I'm telling you. Having a mom for a prophetess, mm-mm. <laughs> prophetess is a mom. mom That's mom. right. Honey, I know what she's doing, and she, she, she just knows. <laughs> and you know, that has helped her to walk the line. And now she's a good girl. She don't even try. She don't even want to. Hallelujah. Amen. How many times we have gotten to a place that we think we're going to pull something over on God? That's right. Mm-hmm. Who are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now. Thinking that you can throw one of them stones or one of those fiery darts that the devil gave you. Mm-hmm. you. Thank you, Mm-mm. All right now. Uh, Are we just going to endlessly continue to throw stones at everybody? Or are we going to start having these well aimed stones like David had? Yes. Led mm-hmm. by the Holy Ghost. Word of God. Ready to tear up, chew up, and spit out the enemy. Yes. All right. We're going to just tear up and chew up and spit out each other. Mm. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. That's Psalm 37, 4. I started with that scripture, and I want to say what I feel about that scripture. I have I have delighted myself in the Lord, and I know that God's going to give me the desire of my heart. I know that God is going to use me to begin to stir up the kingdom of God and the yeah, kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. I'm tired of seeing people kill each other spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, and physically, and the love of God be thrown out the door, people be fighting yeah. in the church, fighting in families, not not even having the love of God in their hearts, much less in their minds or in their spirit or in their minds. Amen. Or in their yes. yes, amen. Sometimes it's our reaction. When somebody throws a stone at us, what are we doing? What do we do? Pick it up and throw it back? That's mm. what immaturity would do. Yeah, that's what you would do as a child. Ooh. But we're mm. to be mature. Yeah, come in on. the Holy Ghost. And in, to be mature mm. in the Holy Ghost, we've got to know the Word of God. We've got Good to man. have those stones that we can well aim at the enemy. And you know, we, don't want, we don't fight against flesh and blood, Ephesians 6. Yeah, come that. on. That's right. We don't fight against flesh and blood. Amen. But boy, I tell you what, the battles that we fight on our knees. Not yes. necessarily right. in a in a kneeled position, but our hearts in a in a humbled position and in a right. position right. Of, of of understanding and loving and 
and, and just totally surrendering into the will of God and the word of God and the ways of Amen. God and to have Amen. that constant awareness that God is with me to be praying without ceasing at all times because I have a constant, ever-present God, mm. my yeah. father, my mm. father, who is a good, good father, right here with yeah, me Lord. all the time that I can just yeah. talk to him and I can just share with him and I can share the day. You know what? I don't have to sit there and say, oh, God, Lord Jesus, my light meal, it's due tomorrow and I ain't got the money. They're going to shut it off. You don't think God don't know that. Mm-hmm. We're going to stop All speaking right. the negativity and to start saying, oh, Jesus, who and by the Holy Ghost, who and by your word, God, you said in your word yeah. that yes, yes. by my every need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And so I decree and declare, even though right yes. now I am, I am in life, God, yes, I God. know that you are everything. You are my provider. You are my substance. You are my portion. And, Lord God, you're going to provide this. And I thank you, God, before I even see the money and see see the result of it or see the favor that they're going to have and, and, and the mercy they're going to have with me to work yeah. out a payment or whatever. Yeah. Maybe, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you, God, that my lights ain't going to be turned off. My power ain't going to be turned off. It's 90 degrees, God, and I'm just trusting you that my air conditioner is going to stay on, God. Even though I don't have the money, God, right now, Lord God, that doesn't mean that your hand is not too short, that you cannot reach down. And, Lord God, I know your ear is not deaf, and I know that you hear me, God. Yes, you can hear me, God. So, Lord God, yes, I Lord. thank you. See, we need to start praying like that. Thank you. Yes, yes. That God is with us at all Amen. times. And Come on here. We spend so much time rambling on and on about stuff when we're praying that Come God on. already all right. about. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to speak it and get it in a full manifestation, speak it forth and get it out of the atmosphere? Come on. Yes, Lord. Lay hands on that bill. Lay yes. hands on that husband that's not serving the Lord. Lay hands on your child that's not serving the Lord. Yes, Begin yes, to speak yes, amen. who they're going to be, not, not who they are mm-hmm. right now. Begin to speak a creative speech, doing by yes. the word of God, declaring <laughs> the the future. Don't keep staring at the past and dwelling in the past and speaking of the past and all of the things that are negative and all the things that are bad, but look forward yes. to what is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good and the things of God is good. That's and it. when you taste and you see it, then you're going to begin to speak it. You're going to yes. begin to live it. You're going to begin to walk it. You're going to begin to see yes. it. You're going to begin to declare it. You're going to begin to declare yes. it for other people, not just for yourself, but for other people. We get stingy, and we want to keep all the blessings for ourselves. We want to keep our salvation for ourselves. But like I said, there's people dying and going to hell, and they're waiting on you. They're waiting Mm -mm. on you to show them a difference. They're waiting on you to show them that there's a better way. They're waiting on you to show them that that Jesus is the light, and he is the light, and he is the truth, and he is the way. They're waiting on you to show him. You are the glory of God that they need to see. It needs Mm -mm. to come through you. Yeah. Not Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And fussing and throwing stones at each other and judging each other and tearing each other down, stripping each other of everything, lying on each other, gossiping, murdering each other, but building yourself up. Because, see, God, this is the thing. This is the whole thing. Whenever you think about it, Satan's way is tearing down. God's yeah, way is building up. 
That's it. Jason's way is throwing stones just aimlessly mm-hmm. at everything. Yeah. Just take it down. He fights against everything that is good. Everything mm. that is godly. Everything that is holy. He wants to fight against it. And he wants to entice you and distract you into doing it too. And you sometimes you don't even realize it. Yeah, come on. But God's way is throwing well-aimed stones at the enemy. Which those stones yeah. are the word of God, but we've got to know the word to be able to throw it. We've got to know the word and have it in our mouth, in our mind, in our heart to be able to use it against the enemy, against the wiles of the enemy, and to have that shield of faith that not only is a defense, but it's an offense. Back in those days, they would cover themselves with these huge shields. Not only were they able to quench the fiery darts of the evil one, but... <laughs> Hit the boomerang and rebound and go back on the enemy. Mm-hmm. All right. And many times the enemy wouldn't even be able to see them because of the reflection of the sun in the metal of the shield. If you begin to let your light shine, the enemy's not going to really be able to see you anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have that light that pierces all darkness. And it's going to pierce your very being and create you into the being that God created you to be. And that is a witness, a living stone, a living witness of who he is. Not just what he can do, but who he is with love and peace and mercy and grace. And love. Yes, Lord. Love. Hallelujah, Jesus. God in heaven, Father, God, help us. Help us, God, I pray. Help us, God. Help us to love. Help us to throw love upon each other, not judgment. Because you said in your word, God, that mercy triumphs over judgment. Lord God, help us to have mercy with one another. Help us to have grace for one another. Yes. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you for the grace that you have with us. Help us to have that same grace. Help us, Lord, to love others the way you've loved us because we know what a mess we've been. We know where we came from, God. We know what we all did. We know what we did. We know how much you had to love us. So, God, help us to love them as you've loved us. Oh, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Father. I thank you, God, for being the rock the chief cornerstone, God, that we can build upon. Our yes. strong foundation. Yes, Lord. The author and the finisher of our faith, Father. I give you praise. I give you honor. I give you glory. Yes, Lord. I love you, God. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I sing praise, 
<clears throat> hallelujah, hallelujah. Whew, what a word, what a word, what a word. Mm-mm-mm. My God from Zion. She said so much tonight. Good God from Zion. Mm. So much. So much that was said tonight that would just leave us thinking. My former pastor and spiritual father used to say when he got up to minister, he would say, First of all, if you can't say amen, say I'm the man. <laughs> Secondly, he would say, <clears throat> don't uh, sit on here tonight and think about who's not here, who the word was for, and try to rake it to them, but think about what was for you. Yes, amen. Oh God She said so much (laughs) So much tonight That Was just so On point And so Needed In the body of Christ If we would only Hear What the spirit is saying Unto us as the body of Christ, us as believers, us as the saints of God. Yes, amen. I preached a message several years ago, God is speaking, but are you listening? Yes, amen. My 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 subtopic was how is your hearing? <laughs> because so many times we can be listening to one thing but hearing something else. Right. Yes, sir. And the word of God said, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit, hi, is saying unto the church. What a word. Lord have mercy. Amen. My God, my God. What a word. Mm. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God. Somebody's probably thinking, well, why is he just sitting here? Why does it seem like he's stalling or beating around the bush because I'm waiting on the Holy Ghost? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes it takes that, waiting on the Holy Ghost. Because there's a, there's an unusual 
anointing that I feel even in the atmosphere. Yes, sir. Who on here has been dealing with chest pains? Either you've been dealing with chest pains, there's been a tightness in your chest, or you've been diagnosed with heart issues, or you've been dealing with heart problems. Or you're connected to somebody that's dealing with heart problems. Some of y'all are on mute. I pray after all this word that y'all ain't sleep. Who on here has been dealing with chest chest pains and heart problems and or connected to somebody that has been dealing with these issues? Because it's almost like it's stress-related. Hello? Hello? Uh-huh. Man of God, that's me. Uh-huh. Because I can feel it even now. Because it's right dead in the center of my chest. Yeah, stress-related. When you said stress-related, then... Uh-huh. Don't say nothing else. Because what I heard the Holy Ghost say was, you carry too much baggage from too many people. You, There's a lot of things that you carry that you don't have to carry. And there's a lot of things you try to work out on your own when all you have to do, na, 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 is lay them at the feet of Jesus because some things, there's nothing you can honestly do about it, but this stress is building up. And if you're not careful, the stress has came with an assignment that's going to lead to something greater if you don't let this go. Shama, ye kotoramandio sha. Hmm, na na because, see, I can even see you laying in the bed, tossing and turning. You don't sleep well. You don't rest well. The enemy really has been having a field day tormenting you. Hmm. Good God from Zion. Hmm. But... The best thing for you to do is let it go. Let it go. Release it. Oh, my God. Release it to the hands of the Holy Ghost. And let God 
be God. Release it and let it go. Let the stress go. Stop worrying about things. Stop worrying about problems and situations. Don't you know that worry is a sin? Without faith, it's impossible to please God because the word of God said, oh, good God, mm, that he that cometh under God must first believe that he is God. And then secondly, that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So if you seek him and you call upon his name, he will answer you, oh, God. But some things you have to take your hands off of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and simply let God be God. And to Arabashaya. Hmm. And <laughs> look, uh, excuse me. Uh mm, my God. Prophet Jennifer, excuse me. I know tonight is your night. Mm. Okay. He Because I know order and protocol. But tonight, I break. I break every foul spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes. I break every foul spirit that is trying to connect itself to you. I curse the seed and sever the root that it bring Yashamaya that it bring forth no harvest. Yes. I speak peace to your mind and peace to your spirit even now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. I speak of settling in your spirit, man, even now. Say to the Lord God, rebuke you even now. I bind you and I command you to lift him in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. I cast you into hell where you belong. Yes. Never to return in this manner or in this fashion. Father, I decree and declare a sweet sleep, a peace that surpasses all understanding in his mind, in his spirit, man. From the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head, God surround him, blood cover him, saturate him in your glory. Peace, even now. Every bad relationship. Yes, Lord Jesus. I, I, I command the spirit of memory recall to to cease in the name of Jesus. His past is under the blood, over and done. I don't know what that is. Mm. 
You will not continue to remind him of things from the past and try to torment him, but it's under the blood. Loose the man and let him go. Jesus. Fire of God. Move from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. Burn out and uproot everything that is not like you. Shama, ye koto, riduviandi o koshaya. And God will give you glory. We'll give you honor and we'll give you praise. But we decree and declare it done. Yes. For it is so and so it is. In the name of Jesus. Shama. Who? Yeah, uh huh. That tightness in. For him also. Um, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I was about to. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Um, that tightness in my chest has released. Yeah, oh, so God. you were, you was the one I was feeling. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Prophet, go ahead. My God. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know who you are. I have no idea, but the Holy Ghost does. Um, you feeling alone even when you're a room full of people. And um, I don't know. I saw this vision of you being alone. But there's just uh, there's people around you, but you're alone. And feeling like that you you have nobody. You have nobody to trust. You have nobody that you can count on. You 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 you're just alone. You know you have Jesus, but that just isn't enough sometimes to you. And God's really wanting to make Himself real to you. And and you know, it's almost like you know, you're, you, the spirit of fear has been placed on you. The spirit of fear, where you even you hear things, and even like when you're in the shower, you don't even feel comfortable. Am I talking to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't even feel comfortable. You know, you, it's like you hear things and, and and you sense things, and and you know, your discernment's off. You're your your sense of of your surroundings is off. Everything everything's just you 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 feel like everything's just closing in on you, and almost like you feel like somebody's watching you and got their eye on you. You know, um, and I see what it is. I truly do, and I don't I don't want. I don't want to say too much. Um, there's things. There's things from your past that, it, just as Prophet Brian said, you have got to let them go. It is poisoning your future. It's poisoning your present. Emotional scars that need to heal, but you keep ripping the scabs off. 
Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Not to say not to say that you don't have reason. But stop blaming yourself for everything. You can't take on the blame for everything. Everything can't be your fault. And, you know, stop saying I'm sorry all the time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about everything. No. 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 Start standing firm as the man of God that God has called you to be. And, and stop running from from what you know that God wants you to do. You're 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 running and wanting to hide. And I, I I don't know I don't know if if you feel like that if you do it long enough that God will forget. God's cause is no repentance. It, he doesn't just take it back. He doesn't make jump to where he says, oh, okay, well, I, I, I missed it. I missed it with this guy. I messed up. I thought that that was what. No, not at all. You need to just step into it. Stop being so afraid of it. That's why the enemy is, has been able to have so much power over your mind and your emotions is because you're not where you need to be with your relationship with God. In doing what he wants you to do. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. You have a purpose. You have a calling. You see things. And I think that that kind of freaks you out a little bit too. You, you get uneasy because you see things. when God, you, Your discernment is sharp, you know. You, you, you just kind of know things. And then you start worrying about it. Yes, yes. You start worrying about it. Because of what yeah. you see. It's part yes. of your calling, and you've got to step into it. God speaks to you. God shows you things. God yeah. even gives you gives you thoughts of a little nuggets for messages and stuff. Yes. What, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Because if you're waiting for the enemy to leave you alone, I'm sorry that's not going to happen. Now, we have all power, in the name of Jesus, we have all power against all of the schemes. And we can cancel them. We can return them back to the sender. We can, we can send yeah. them all that stuff to hell where it belongs. But it's going to come. With, with great, a great calling and great annoying comes a great, a great attack, comes great, great sacrifice. Mm. But it also makes you into who you are. It helps you into becoming the true purpose and in the calling towards your destiny. It helps you become who God, all that you can be in God. Stop being afraid of it. And and begin to speak. You've got to open your yeah. mouth. God is showing me you. I'm seeing a vision of you holding your hand over your mouth. Afraid to speak. You're afraid to rebuke the devil because you're afraid of him. You're afraid of what he's going to do. You've gotten to that point where you're, you are afraid of even rebuking the devil. He has no power over you. The only power he has is what you give him. The word of God says, submit unto God. Period. 
Then it says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Period. In the story. It's that simple. It's that cut and dry. Jesus himself had to rebuke him. Jesus himself had to tell him to go warm. Jesus himself had to tell him to go to hell where he belonged. That's what you have to do. You're not beyond that. You're not above that, but you're also not beneath that. That's where you think you are. You feel you're beneath that. You feel like you don't have the power enough to tell him. And it'll make things get worse. God's saying, no, that's a lie of the devil. Get that out of your head. And I rebuke that thought from you in the name of Jesus. And I pray yes. that, God, that you begin to renew your mind. And you need to say that every day. God, help me. Renew my mind daily. And just like I said whenever I was giving the message that God had given me for the people tonight, you've got to stand up and you just got to say, God, anoint me fresh yes. and anew. Empower me. Help me to know what I need to say, what I need to do. That's so important that you don't be afraid and don't cower down to the enemy. He's powerless unless you give him power in your life. He's powerless. You've got to get that through your mind. You've got to get that instilled in your spirit. He is powerless. You have all power that's given to you in the name of Jesus to speak the name of Jesus. Demons flee at that name of Jesus. Every knee will bow and confess Jesus is Lord one day. That same name, Jesus, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is inside of you. Don't let the enemy convince you that you are powerless and that you are not worthy of speaking forth the word of God and not worthy of speaking forth the right now word of God, prophetic word, and don't let the enemy distract yes, you with fear. That's what he's doing. He's distracting you with fear and worry and feeling like you're not worthy. I need you to say, I am worthy. I am worthy. Of all that God has for me. That all that God has for me. And I have power. And I have power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. To defeat. To defeat. The kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness. In Jesus' name, I declare it. In Jesus' name, I declare it. And it is so. And it is so. So be it. In Jesus' name. So be it in Jesus' name. That's it. Now, you just walk it. Brother, you just need to walk it. Hallelujah. Okay, Prophet BK. Woo! Jesus. My Mm, God. God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. My God, my God, my God. We bless the Lord tonight. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to your name. I'm trying to get off this phone. Lord, have mercy (laughs) on those. Jesus, take the wheel. Mm, 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 mm. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Prophetess, yeah. Um, bless mm-hmm. the Lord. Ooh, Jesus, have mercy. Mm. Uh, um, whew. Sister Annette, um, are you still here? Yes, I am, man of God. The only thing that I keep hearing in the spirit, and I just saw your face when I heard it the third time. The only thing I keep hearing, the spirit of the Lord said, the prayers you've been praying in secret that you haven't got the answer to, the answer will come. Lord have mercy, Jesus. The answer will come out in the wash. I don't know what it means. There's some answers that you've been waiting on from the Lord. And I heard in the spirit the answers you've been seeking God for. Because there's some answers you've been waiting on and you haven't heard from the Lord. And I heard, as plain as day, the answers will come out in the wash. Mm. They're coming, but 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 simply what he's saying is, can you trust me when you can't trace me? They're coming. They're on the way. Just hold on a little while longer. The answers will come out in the wash. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Even those silent prayers that, 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 that you didn't think he heard, the answers will come out in the wash. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? A little something, a little, you know, a little something. Because, like, I'm trying to, like, get the clarity of the of the wash part, but. The answer, you know how you wash clothes? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's stains in the clothes and the stains come out in the wash? Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever you've been waiting mm-hmm. for, the answer mm-hmm. to, I heard him say, the answers will come out in the wash like a figure of speech. As you go right. about when you least expect it, the answers will pop up right before your face. Amen. Make Thank sense you. now? Yes. The mm-hmm. answers yes. will pop up right in your face. Yes. Mm-hmm. When you least expect mm-hmm. it. Because mm-hmm. some things, it's like I can feel it still in your spirit, some things it's like, okay, God, I need to know. God, I've been praying about this for a while. I need to know. I need to hear from you. Mm. And he said, the answers will come out in the wash. Mm. Oh, bless the Lord. He's not forgotten you. He's heard you loud and clear. And the answers will come out in the wash. Oh, glory. 
Amen. I receive it. You're already victorious. But but there's some things he needs you to see in this journey that you're on. And while you're on this journey, the answers will come out in the wash. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Sha, nanamandi okosi. Yes, Lord. I also heard when uh, in the spirit, um, she will know who she can trust. Did you hear that? You hear that, Annette? I will know who I will trust. You you will know who you can trust. Amen. God's Mm -hmm. God's going to show you because you're questioning. Mm -hmm. You're questioning if you can trust someone. Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open and your ears open. God's going to show you. He's going to reveal it. Just as he revealed, can reveal the difference between Ishmael and Isaac. Okay? Mm -hmm. He's going to reveal. Keep your eyes open. I mean, we're talking in a few days you're going to begin to see differently. God God is sharpening that, and I declare that and decree that that sharpening be made manifest now in Jesus' name within you to be able to discern, sharpening of your discernment and hearing the voice of God and knowing for yourself. Because you know how it is. Sometimes it's hard for us to hear God for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that God says you're on the right track. He, he's been showing you little nuggets, little pieces. Mm-hmm. God, God, God's been showing. It's, it's going to come together. It's, it's going to come together. I see, I see it just coming together in a full picture. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how pictures fade in and yeah. fade out. It's, it's fading mm-hmm. in and it's starting to become sharper. And that's how, how you're going to be able to see it. And then you're going to know what to do. God's going to show you, and the Holy Ghost is going to show you and lead you and guide you, sweetheart. Don't you worry nothing about it. And you Amen. are victorious. You are victorious. <laughs> you're going to come out ahead. Thank you, Lord. I receive it and believe it. Amen. Mm. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Thank Jesus. You, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ooh, my God. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Yay, 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 yay. <clears throat> um, is your fiancé still on the line with you? Yes, he may be on mute. I'm here. Oh, there he is. Bless you, man of God. Bless you too, brother. Um, listen, um, um, while I was sitting here, um, because I was waiting on the Lord to finish downloading to me what he was saying, um, and this is to the both of you, um, some is to the both of you, some is to him. Um, but the first thing to the both of you, um, I heard the spirit of, of the Lord say, let folk talk. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I heard him say, let folk talk. 
because he's vindicating and he's going to vindicate. Okay. <clears throat> he said this union oh this union is a very unusual, unorthodox, out the box, not like any other union. <laughs> okay. The two of you have no idea what God's about to do. As as prophetic as you are, uh-huh. you have not even begun to get a glimpse of <clears throat> everything that's about to jump off. <laughs> but he said, let folk talk. Because he is vindicating and he is your vindicator. Because yeah. I hear mouths, I I I hear chatter and 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 I see mouths running ninety miles an hour. <laughs> I I see mouths moving like, oh my God and I hear chatter, I hear chatter, I hear chatter. And many people have your names in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't understand, well, good God, she just met him. Well, 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 Father in heaven, now they're engaged. Well, what does she think she's doing? Has she lost her mind? I'm hearing all this stuff. I'm hearing all this chatter. And I hear the Lord say, let folk talk. <laughs> Because he is vindicating and he is the vindicator. He said, do not respond. Do not react. Keep doing what you're doing. Because even in order, Jesus help me tonight. Even in your wedding, he said, they will see and know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to transpire. I don't know what's going to take place. He said, but even the night of your wedding, they will see and they will know for themselves. Come on. Hey, good God, I feel you right now. Mm. They will Mm -hmm. see and they will know that he has done this. Mm -hmm. They will see and they will know. I believe that. They mm-hmm. And there's some things, Tim, even in ministry that you've been running from. And God said when the two of you come together as one in the natural, because you're already one in the spirit, who shama, good God. As you come together as one 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 flesh. In the natural, God said those things that you've been running from that he placed in you years ago that you thought that you was going to have to forget and just keep doing what you're doing and you wouldn't have to step into, you're about to step into those things. Mm 
There's a place God's going to take you that you have never experienced, seen, and or heard. When oh good God Almighty, whoo! When, when when you all become one, God's about to turn you upside down, inside out, and He's gonna flip the script like you've never seen. <laughs> because there's an anointing that's going to hit you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, and people's not going to know what to do with either one of y'all. <laughs> Because I keep hearing the dynamic duo. <laughs> We've heard that too, Pastor. Yeah, we have. I, I, I keep hearing the dynamic duo, and there's there's some things that God even spoke to you and showed you, and you're like, no, not me. No, not God. Mm-mm. No, God, you 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 gave that to Greg, and you gave that to Mark, and you gave that to this one, and that to that one. But God said, "I gave it to you as well." Oh God, Shama, ye kuri bibiandiosa. Hmm. 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 What? Let me let me tell you something. I knew a long. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, 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 hold on. There's some things that's about to be birthed out of you when this connection becomes one officially on November the 12th. That's going to cause an eruption in the Holy Ghost <clears throat> and and an eruption in the natural. That people have never seen. There's coming a shifting and a transitioning. <clears throat> oh, good God from a burning world. Whew. So all I can tell you to you two is to get ready. Because God is going to catapult the two of you into places that you never even thought you would go. <laughs> He's going to catapult you on platforms you never thought you would cross. <clears throat> There's connections. Oh, my Savior, God to thee. There's connections that you never even imagined that God is going to literally just lay at your feet. And you're going to be like, us? What? Really? Because the favor of God is going to rest. The favor of God is going to rest. The Mandiosha. I'm telling you, there, 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 there's an explosion that's about to take place in the Holy Ghost, <laughs> like you've never seen. Like you, I'm <clears throat> the Okoshaya. Hmm. 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 And and. 
And and it's funny that you're getting married on the twelfth because twelve is the number of foundation. Mm-hmm. And the word of God said <laughs> upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. The foundation is already being laid. The foundation for what God's about to do is already being laid. The spiritual mortar is already being set. Everything's being put in position. Just watch what God's about to do. Because it's going to blow your mind. But he said they will see and they will know. But he did this. Because people people are so skeptical. Mm -hmm. And there's people that are literally smiling in your face. And you already know this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but 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 he said keep doing what y'all are doing because he's vindicating and he's and he is your vindicator. Yes, amen. Because while people are spectating and all this other extra if they only knew the story they would understand the glory. Mhm. Amen. Okay, Tim, you could say what you was going to say. Good Lord Jesus. Mm. I'm right for God. No, I'm joking. But no, we've had someone else prophesy this to us already. Exactly what you told us. Yeah, confirmation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have already prophesied to us. Exactly what you told us. Yeah, better get ready. It's coming, I'm telling you. I'm ready. I'm ready, brother. I promise you. I've been ready. I I, 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 I want this. I want. I want. I don't think God has ever had anybody like me that's begged him to let me preach for him. I've heard so many people run from God's calling. Uh huh. And I told God a long time ago. I said, Lord, if you just let me have it, I want it. I'm not going to run from it. I want to do Your will. I want to be the vessel that You want me to be. I want to be the working vessel. I want uh-huh. to be what You would have me to be. Uh-huh. And you know, I and I was so. The night that I announced my calling, as I was saying to this little old church up in Sissonville, the preacher came up to me and he asked me, he said, do you preach? I said, brother, you've heard exactly what I do, I do in, my, in my testimonies. He said, well, we're having revival. He said, and Greg is starting a revival out. He said, I want you to finish it. 
and I announced my calling that night. But he would have to put me in a revival, my first message. Do you know what? It was one of the best messages I've ever heard. I didn't know how it was going to come out. This was my first one. Wow. It, it was it, it was amazing. Because, uh, like I said, some of the messages that I preach, he gives them to me right then. And it's the first person I've heard of it. And it blesses me just as much as it blesses everybody else because this is the first time I've heard it too. Uh huh. And, you know, like when uh, me and Jennifer was up there a couple weeks ago, they, they called me while we was on, my, on our way there for me to preach. Well, you should see me trying to get a message going. You know, it's his study to show you that stuff approved. So I just started getting my Bible, and I finally looked at Jennifer. I said, Jennifer, I don't have nothing yet. But after I, we got up there, and I sang a couple songs, and Jennifer tore the house down, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I got up there. Let me tell you something, brother. That was the most humblest message that I have ever preached in my life. It was the sweetest spirit that you could ever feel in God's love. Yes, it was. And it was God's love that mm-hmm. brought that that message out. Mm-hmm. It was so humble. I had never preached a message like that that night. And it was a message that we all needed. And it was a message that, I don't know, it was just, it wasn't a, it was a it was a spiritual message, but in an humble way. Right. Mm-hmm. And oh, my, 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 did God flow through that, that church that evening. Yes, he did. Oh, my, I tell you what. And. You know, I, I I thank God. I thank God for the woman he has sent me. She is a blessing that I've never had. And I'm so thankful that I've got a godly woman that I have. And I like to give roses while they live, brother. That's it, because after they're gone, they can't smell them. That's right. I don't want to give them to them when they're dead and gone. Amen. Give it it to them when they're alive and enjoy it. That's it. I mean, what's the use to stand over their casket and say, oh, man, he was a fine person. He was a (laughs) good person. What's the big deal there, you know? Well... I mean, you're preaching your funeral as you're living today. Well, say that, preacher. Don't 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 get me started. I'll start now, and we'll be on another hour. But uh, I, I tell you, it, it's 
she was she was sent to me by God. And I believe that was all my heart because I would have never fell in love that quick. Because I won't he do it, of, won't he will? I came out of a relationship that I was married for thirty one years. Never knew what love felt like until I met this lady here. And it scared me. Oh, well, that, that happened. happen. I, I know what you're saying there. I just about ran away, didn't I, honey? Uh-huh. I just about ran away. And she caught me and told <laughs> me. She said, slow down. Uh-huh. And I mm-hmm. said, it scares me. I've never had what I've got now. In 31 years that I was married, I never knew what love was until Amen. I met this lady. Either. <laughs> Won't he do like it, love? Like I said, I give him the roses while they live, not when they're dead That's and it. going. That's why I... You know, I I just I have to tell it the way it is. God sent her my way for a reason, mm-hmm. and we're gonna find out what that reason is all about. Oh yeah. Mhm. But I wasn't gonna say anything. I told her I was just gonna keep my mouth shut because I I guess sorry. Oh, she know she can tell you now you. You can't do that around me. Sorry. Because if I get going, when I get going, then she got me wound up that night. There's no way to be quiet around him. That, that, no, no, there is. Uh-uh. No. No, But you know what? Not at all. It, it's, it is a good thing. It's a, it's a, it's a good thing that God has done for us done for me mm-hmm. she doesn't know what she has done for me she keeps on telling me what I've done for her she'll never know what she's done for me in the month and a half two months that we've been together And I wanted her to know that tonight. Amen. I've never, I have never felt the love that I feel tonight. Hmm. Amen. God is awesome. Amen. He'll do it every time. Yes, he will. Amen. It's, like I said, it happened so quick, I, was, I about ran away. I about let the devil... Hear me way. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I almost passed out myself. <laughs> what? But you know what? It can't get it. If it gets any better, it has to get sweeter. <laughs> but God is so good. Yes, he Amen. Is. All, all the time. Mm-hmm. Boy, November ain't going to come fast enough. Goodness gracious. Whew. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, 
it's it's not gonna come fast enough at all. Well, it's uh, I, I just can't express the feelings that God has given me for this lady. And it gets sweeter every day. All right. <laughs> Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. I just don't know what to do. I, I can't express the feelings. Amen. I can, I can, we bless the I Lord get, for the I feeling, get, Jesus. I can get it. Amen. I can get it going. I can get it going right now. I'm, I'm holding it back <laughs> because I tell you what, I haven't been blessed so much since I've met her. Like I've been blessed. But it's God's doings. It's not what she's done. It's what God has done for us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. See, brother, I can't Amen. be serious, can I? <laughs> I, I can't be serious. I like to make people laugh, but I can be serious. Mm-hmm. There's Amen. a time and a place for everything. Right. Yes. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. There's a time to pray. There's a time to die. Yes. And it's our turn to live. Yes, amen. All right. Amen. That came from God. Mm hmm. That just came from God. Amen. I know it did. <laughs> Woo! That was good. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yes, amen. Amen. We bless God tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, That's all right. Amen. Um, While we are having remarks for Prophetess, since her fiance done started it out, um, we're (laughs) going to open the floor. Amen. Um, if there's anyone else tonight with any remarks or comments for Prophetess Jennifer, the floor is open. Amen. Amen. Praise God, everybody. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday birthday to you. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Happy birthday, uh, Positive uh, Jennifer and to uh, your better half to God be the glory on tonight. I was in and out. I was so tired and uh, I had it on mute, but I heard uh, as I was in and out uh, the message and I thank God. I am so, you just don't know, I am so happy 
for you. I am so happy for you. And exactly as uh, Prophet uh, BK uh, was saying those exact same thing, I heard them uh, also. Exact mm. same thing, how, when, and what, and just met. I heard all of that. Mm. I heard it. But I thank God for it. I, I thank God that uh, the man of God can speak for himself. And, um, you know, it's just a jealous world. It, it, that's just what it is. But one mm-hmm. thing about it is that it's you two, and that's all that matters that becomes one. I love you. Thank God for the message on tonight and uh, to God be all the glory. And I wish you and your better half nothing but the best, nothing but the best. And you deserve everything that God has to offer to both of you all. Thank you for the word on tonight. To God be glory. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. Anyone else? (laughs) Amen. Prophetess Jennifer, thank God for you and the word that you gave tonight. I receive it. It was good word. It was just good word. And that's what we as the children of God, we should be helping one another instead of giving one another black eyes. And I just thank God for you being that vessel that you wasn't afraid to bring the word that God had given you. And thank Amen. you so much. And congratulations yeah. on your better half and Amen. your impending marriage. And I'm just, I won't be on this side of the world when you get married. So I won't be able to come, but I will be happy. And I just Amen. thank God that I know you and that I've heard you give the word and I just thank God for everything I've heard because all I can say is, Lord, have mercy. When them words go to get spoken and God begin to move on the words that he say, I cannot, all I can say is he's got me in a whirlwind all of my own. And I don't know whether I'm coming or going. But I'm going to do what the Lord said do. I'm going to stand on his word. I receive all of it. And I just thank God for y'all. Just continue to pray for me that I will be the woman that God is calling for in these last and evil days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, sweetheart. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Well, now, sis, what a word. (laughs) (laughs) Time to stop going unless we're going to aim right, huh? God be the glory. That's it. It was, yes, as always, you you always know how to sucker punch people. (laughs) You always know how to shake us up real good and make sure we're paying attention and listening. But in doing that, you always give us good direction and good word, and I thank you for it. Now, my next question. Can we move the date up sooner than November? Don't make me wait that long. <laughs> you know, I'm teasing you. I'm just teasing you. You, don't, you. you keep it right where it's at, and you do exactly what God is telling you to do, and you move when he tells you to move. 
Amen. I love you. I love you too, Sue. Thank you. And I'll see you Saturday. Yes. Yes, you will. Amen. You're ready. Yes, bougie. Bougie. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my <laughs> friends will be here too. Hallelujah. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yes, I'm going to be in the house. Um, Is there anyone else with any words? Mama, sure, are you still here? I see one other West Virginian. I don't know who that is. Did Mama Cheryl hang out? She went to sleep. The other one who hang is probably my son, but you know he ain't going to talk. Yeah, it might be because I think Mama uh, passed out. Um, Mama Laverne typed in the chat room, excellent word, prophetess, truly God spoke to me tonight. God bless you and keep you. You truly walk through the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She walked through that Bible. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> I got to check my pages and see if I didn't mess, didn't tap a few, because I was trying to keep up. You better read them 66. <laughs> got to. My God today. Yes, Lord. I just text my mom, Cheryl. She's like, when? Just now? (laughs) Are you on here, mama? She said she just got cut off. Call back in. I don't know what talk she was doing. Yeah, she said she got cut off. I was going to say, she never hangs up. I knew something happened. Either she fell asleep or she usually don't fall asleep, does she? Something that went down. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But yes, we... Uh, Prophetess, I need you to text me when we get done with this call. Okay. We we uh, bless God on tonight for the word. We thank God. There were several others on the line that hung up when uh when the prophetic started phone, I guess they were scared about what the Lord might say. <laughs> um we actually had uh hold on. Hey. We had about twenty three folk on here and now we got about six left. Hallelujah. Yeah, all right. That's all um, right. <laughs> You know, you know, Prophetess Valerie posted a picture of how folk look when when there's a prophet in the house. Uh-huh. There was a picture she posted of a woman hiding behind a tree. Uh-huh. And uh, that's how they get when we on, even when we on the phone, the prophets kick in and and they just run. They do. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh-uh, they're not coming for me tonight. I got to go. But we truly bless God on tonight for all that he has done. Amen. All that he's doing. God is just simply amazing. Uh, We've had an amazing weekend. Um, Lord have mercy. Prophetess Val came in here and just wore our church completely out. 
uh, Friday night, last night, and today, good Lord, I believe um, about three-fourths of the church was was lit, literally laid out in, in the floor, including Tara and I. <laughs> yes, Lord, Lord. have mercy, Jesus. Whew. That's all See, right. We had one of them knockdown drag after day. It was like old-fashioned camp meeting. That and we walked good. out the church door. It was sometime after the <laughs> Uh But, Lord God, I pray. Mm, it was one of them days. Phenomenal weekend um, in the presence of the Lord. And uh, we're just grateful to God for all that he's doing. Um, just quickly, by way of announcements, tonight uh, is the last fresh fire call. For the month of June, um, this past Wednesday was the last true praise and worship call for the month of June. Um, this coming Saturday um, is the big day. Um, we are excited. Um, uh-huh. the, the day that prophetess uh, Lady T to the TT um, and uh-huh. I uh, tie the knot, make it a Official in the in the natural realm, Amen. Uh, it's already official in the spirit, Amen. And we are excited about what God is getting ready to do. Um, God is just simply amazing. I tell you, um, the way everything is just coming together and falling in place, we give God glory uh, for everything that He has done, Amen. Um, he's just simply and. A phenomenal God. I don't know who wouldn't serve a God like this. I really don't. Um, but we will reconvene with true praise and worship uh, July the 6th, and we'll reconvene with Fresh Fire July the 10th. Uh, i got to revamp the schedule of being a, being a married man uh, after Saturday. Uh, I'm having to revamp and see um, how to revamp the schedule. Um, as we move forward um, with the conference calls and things of that nature. Um, so uh, help me keep that in prayer um, as we move forward um, in the days to come. Uh, keep your eyes and ears open. Uh, the 6th through the 9th of October uh, we will be in Whiteville, North Carolina, for a fresh fire explosion um, at Living Waters Deliverance Church uh, with Pastor Eric and Prophetess Diane Simpson. Hello. Uh, more information will be forthcoming on that. And then November the 3rd through the 6th will be our 6th annual Fresh Fire Crusade, and that will convene in Douglasville, Georgia, at the Vision Builders Training Center. Um, our administrator is not on tonight, um, and so more information will be forthcoming regarding that sometime after the wedding. Um, so just keep your eyes and ears open regarding uh, those two events coming up um, October and November, um, October 6th through the 9th and November 3rd through the 6th. Um, yeah. Those are the two dates uh, that, that are coming up to keep to keep your eyes and ears open for. Um, but other than that, we thank God for all of you, uh, for your love, for your prayers, for your support. 
Um, thank you to each one of you who have sewn into the wedding. Um, God is amazing. Uh, we still have a few loose ends to tie up. Uh, if the Lord would lead you to sew, we do have our PayPal account. Um, we have, uh, you can log on to paypal.me forward slash Prophet BK Thompson. Uh, we also receive um, seeds via Facebook. You can send your money uh, via Facebook with a debit card. Uh, you can also contact us if you desire to sew uh, via MoneyGram, Western Union, or through the mail. Um, however, we do appreciate each of you, and we thank God for your love, for your prayers, for everything right. you've done. God has just truly blown our minds, and um, we're almost where we need to be. Uh, we got a few days to go, and we know God is a provider, and so we're mm-hmm. just anticipating, and we're just seeing everything done, complete, and ready to roll. Amen. Hallelujah. And so uh, as soon as we get everything completed and taken care of, we can just go through what we got to do and hit the road next Sunday after church, headed to, amen, uh, Myrtle Beach. Hallelujah. Um, So pray with us, pray for us. We love you all. Um, Thank each and every one of you for your support, for your love, for your prayers. Um, God is just amazing, and we give God glory for what he's doing in this season of our lives. Um, If there's nothing else tonight to claim our attention, we are going to have prophetess to... Uh, come back with the last word and to dismiss us from this place. Father God, Lord, I just thank you, God, just for who you are. I thank you, Father, for the word, Father, that you've implanted in me, Father, to to speak forth to, to your church, Father. Lord God, I pray, Father, that it didn't fall on deaf ears, but, Father, that it, it fell on good ground that, that will saturate that, the seeds that have been thrown and cast, Father, out onto the ground, Father, Lord, and that, that good fruit, a uh, good tree would come forth, Father, bearing good fruit, Father. Lord God, that we would begin to show our light to truly, God, just, just be who you are. Let you be just God and inside of us and let us show others the love of God and mercy and grace and, and and, and just begin, Father, just to live and move and have our being in you. That's what you came to do was for us to have life and have it more abundant, Father. And, Lord, that we just need to begin to live it, begin to show it and be real with it, Father, and share it with people. God, I just pray that we never, ever fail to give you praise and honor and glory. And, Lord, that our lives would begin to praise you. And, and worship you, Father, with every breath that we take, every movement, every word that we speak, every movement that we make, God, may it bring you more glory. May people see your glory through us. And, God, may you receive all glory for all that we say and do. And, God, may we honor you in who we are, in honoring who you are and what you've done for us and what we want to see, Father be made manifest in this world against the kingdom of God. 
stepping into your light, God. I just thank you, Father, for your word. I thank you, Father, for each one on the line. I just speak blessing over them, Father, and, and Lord God, a word of protection. And I, I just decree and declare that they are blessed and they are highly favored of you, God. And may you just receive all honor, praise, and glory that you are due, God, through our lives as we worship you and serve you, Father, in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name we pray and we just thank you, God, just for who you are. Hallelujah. Not for all that we want you to do and what we need. God, you are what we need, Father. We just thank you just for who you are. Not for what you can do for us. Not not for things we even expect, God. But just, just for who you are and what you stand for and what you've done in our lives, Father, just by your existence. And may we become aware and have this awareness, God, of your existence every day, every minute, every second. In our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you all. God bless you. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.